Hey you guys, I'm so excited to let you all know that my first book, Work Hard, Pay the Price, Make It Happen, is available right now on Amazon for pre-order, pre-order only. So go on Amazon, uh, type in my name, David Bond, or Work Hard, Pay the Price, Make It Happen, and pre-order it today. I'm super excited to share my story with you all. Thank you. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Leanna. And our mission is simple. It's to help you find your mission according to God's plan. We wanted to start a podcast just so we can have a dedicated space to be open with y'all, unedited and unscripted. We want to be a voice and a light to a generation that is often overlooked, the ones who do not know what to do with their lives. Missionless. We want to be honest and authentic and relatable. So we hope you enjoy our episodes. And today we are talking about our struggle with purity during dating and engagement. Oh boy, yeah. this is going to be a, a great topic and we really want to share it with you guys because we struggle with it and we know that there are a lot of people out there that, that want to do things right and that want to stay pure while you're dating or engaged and so we want to be open here and honest um, with this episode. It's going to be a little hard for us to talk about some stuff, but um, we're we gonna... feel like it's time for us to share and try to help y'all with any advice that we we have and wish that we did take. Yes. So this is not condemning anybody. We're not, you know, calling anybody out. We're just simply sharing a little bit of struggles that we went through, um, so that it may potentially hopefully help um, those that are listening, um, whether they've struggled with purity in the past or um, whether they're struggling with it right now. Yeah. So. So first of all, let me just flat out say, we both waited for each other until we got married to have sex. So I I just wanted to say that like right off the bat because the purity struggle that we had didn't involve actually going that route, but it was just in other areas where we should struggle with it, being alone too much or uh, staying up too late or sneaking into each other's room, or things like that. that. That's what we're talking about, the purity struggle of like, of course we wanted to be together in that way and we tried not to and we didn't, but it was a struggle. To, to get to that point until we got married. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out our episode before this one, it might be better to listen to that one first before you listen to this to this one. That way you can kind of hear some background about our love story and you know be able to be able to keep up with it so that whenever we talk about something, you're not like lost or something because we talked about it last episode. So go check out yeah. the last episode. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't, please leave us a review. Um, we love reviews. Um, and so, yeah, so we definitely struggled. So let's talk about dating, shall we? The dating experience and trying to, to stay pure as best as we can. So I guess like what happened or not what all happened, but, um, what were kind of your struggles with purity battle, the battle when, when it comes to dating? 
So you're asking me this question. Yes. Okay. With dating, um, I don't feel like we struggle so much until maybe like two months into dating or a month and a half or a month <laughs> into dating. Um, <laughs> two months, month yeah. and a half, a month. No, basically. Our love was crazy for each other. <laughs> I know. So basically where it all started was we weren't alone very much. In the beginning, like we hung out a lot in groups or like with church friends or uh, hanging out with someone's house. So we played a lot of games with like friends and stuff. So we hung out in groups a lot. And then when we started dating some more, we frequently went on, you know, dates alone. Not like, alone, but like we go to a restaurant or go to movies or things like that. And of course, when you're going and coming back from those places, you're alone in the car. And sometimes you get a little crazy and you start kissing each other, right? Yes. Am I right here? Yes, you're right, Leanna. Okay. I feel like that's where it all started. Because sometimes when you start kissing, you start thinking things, you know, your body starts to, I don't know. (laughs) It's just so weird to talk about. But uh, seriously, though, like, if you do, like, an innocent kiss, it's different. But if you start kissing, you start making out, like, it leads to other things. And I feel like that's where it started for us, like, early on dating. But for the most part, when we were first dating, we were very, you know, not that we weren't innocent, but it was very innocent. We were just talking, getting to know each other. We didn't didn't kiss at all until our third date. We had a little pet on the lips. Yes. So, but anyways, um... I don't know. What about you, David? If you have anything like, in yeah, your so, mind about dating? I, I think she kind of covered the first part of it. Like, it's always like, you know, it's it's great at first, and like you're going on these fun dates, and then like you get a taste of like the love and the fire, and then you just constantly <laughs> want more. It's crazy. It's taste. Yeah, so normally like, and also kissing too is, is, is very intimate, and um, you know, and so... It has a lot. Your lips have a lot of, like, nerve endings and stuff. So, everything just <laughs> fires off of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, you know, so, I guess, like, there were times where, you know, we would, like, take our time going home and stuff. And we would, like, park the car and make <laughs> out like crazy for a little bit. And then we'd keep going, And then you know? my, par- my parents would text me, hey, are you on your way home? And the thing is, like, they have, like, my location at the time. So, like, they can see where I'm at. They're like, oh, Leanna, you're still at that place. Or, oh, you haven't even left yet. Like, where are you? Oh, we're, we're leaving right now. And we, like, scramble and try to hurry home. Yeah, so, so we, were, we were crazy in love for each other. But, like, you know, once we, once we kind of, it never really crossed, I'd say, in past kissing until we were, like, engaged, I think. Yeah. And then once we were engaged... Then it kind of got a little more heavy and heated during times. and But, like, it was crazy because, so, whenever we first, um, I guess, started talking or started officially dating, we were, like, seeing some mentors and stuff and um, just to try to get help. And, you know, we went and, like, did, I, like, did a devotional. I, I bought a devotional on Amazon um, for Leanna and I to do uh, on a daily basis that we actually still continue doing throughout our marriage and, and we just ended it like a couple a few months, months ago. ago yeah yeah so we tried to put god first that was our big thing is like okay if we're gonna date to marry let's go ahead and start intentionally doing a devotional together but not together separately 
and so that we can so that the Lord can be in between everything. And so um, that was that was kind of what we did. It helped out a lot to have that devotional. Um, and we can drop in the devotional under the description if y'all want um, to go check, check it out. It out. Um, but that really helped us throughout the dating and engagement. But we still struggle with purity. And so, you know, whenever we got engaged, the love's the love is just going crazy. Your emotions are going crazy. And so um, we we really tried to go on dates that were involving being around other people, you know, like going to dinner and going out to a movie or, you know, uh, hanging out with friends or game night. And then there was other times where where we went on dates alone and then, you know, either my family wasn't at the house or her family wasn't at the house. And then, you know, things, uh, some of the things got out of hand uh, a little bit. And so this is kind of a funny, a funny story. So if you're in a situation in life right now and you're, you're currently with somebody dating or engaged and you're struggling with purity and every time you get together, something happens. So it's never too late to, to change. Yeah. Just, just so y'all know, like, you know, um, there's a couple things that I have little tricks that I guess I used or it had, like mental tricks to help me. So one of the funny ones is whenever <laughs> I felt like I was getting crazy, I would like think about turtles. Something random. Something so innocent. Something so, so innocent. Like the one from Finding Nemo. Yeah, like the one from Finding Nemo. The little turtle swimming around. And then instantly, I pretty much like left forget. my eye. Like, forget. You like forget like what's going on. Yeah, you like forget what's going on and everything calms down. And then you're back to you're back to normal and, and you can talk about it. Yeah. Another thing that we did, what another funny thing was every time... We okay. We knew like meeting now and like doing other stuff was wrong, and so I had the idea of um, the the purity cha- challenge. I forgot what verse in the in the Bible said like be pure and holy and in, in your conduct. And so I was like, David, we didn't do this. It's called the pure and holy challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like we tried, and it really it really helped us. Since I would read that verse like every day, and and I would tell him that verse. Like, every time we got together, hey, remember a pure and holy challenge? The verse from, I, I can't remember what the verse is. I'll probably look for it, and then I'll put it on the episode note. But, um, so that helped us out, I feel like, for, like, a month. And <laughs> we kind of forgot about the challenge. So, and yeah. then we got engaged, and then, yeah, whatever. But, I mean, you can try that out, too. Yeah. And so, there's a lot of tips and tricks that people, I guess, can can help them out with, with their relationship. But the one thing... The one really cool person that can help you out the most is whenever you bring God into the relationship. He is ultimately going to help you with this. And he will help you. He will either, I don't even know, send a signal somehow through a text message or somebody walks out or walks in or whatever, you know, to help you out. Um, And so, but how we brought the Lord in is, is we did a daily devotional and we tried to do it together. And if we didn't, then we did it separately. And then if you think about it, like if you, if we didn't bring God into it, we would have failed. Like there is no way. Like yeah. we're two human that are in love with each other. And if we didn't have Jesus into the, we would have failed probably like in the first month. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's something to keep in mind of like keeping Jesus or asking the Lord for help. 
um, will help you and give you strength that you don't, you didn't know that you had because he's the one giving it to you. He's giving you the power to endure any temptation that may come. But the idea here, what we're trying to explain here is there really shouldn't be any temptation once you set like boundaries ahead of time. If you have rules in place, then there shouldn't be like temptation to like fall into if you don't go past the boundary line or anything like that. Yeah. But Jesus will help you, basically. So what are some of the boundaries that you're talking about? Boundaries? Mm. One of the boundaries, I would say, don't be alone under any circumstances. Yeah, and that was probably the hard, the most difficult one. But, I mean, I mean, like alone, there are lots of alone. there's lots of chances to be alone. Like, you you have to deliberately get out of the way of not being alone. Like, if we were somewhere, like if we were, if we were at someone's house and they were like, oh, I have to go to the store real quick. Uh, I'll I'll be right back. And then we're like, okay, well then we have to go get in the car, go somewhere else, go to a coffee shop or go to McDonald's, get some French fries, and not be alone. Like it's so hard. You yeah. don't have the energy, or you don't want to, or you're like, ooh, an opportunity, temptation. <laughs> yes. So, you were thinking it too. What did you think? Yes. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, she has a really good point about try your best not to be alone like, under any circumstances. And that right there will help you out the most. Like it, if, if you put yourself into that situation where you're alone with a guy or you're alone with a girl and things get out of hand, you had a choice not to be alone with them or not or, or to be alone with them, you know. And so... Yeah, so that's one thing that we really tried to do. And there was a several times that we got out of hand. Um, because we were alone. Because we were alone. So all the times that we got out of hand that that things got a little crazy was whenever we were alone. And so, and um, yeah, so, but just to let you know, like, we're not perfect. We're not like, oh my gosh, like, we did nothing before we got married. We didn't even kiss. No. No, we kissed a lot. We kissed a lot. And it was great. And but like I said earlier, like kissing just It just leads to other things. It's just a crazy thing. I would just recommend like if you're dating or even engaged, I don't know how you can do this, but just kiss a little bit. Like don't be like, you know, don't get all slobbering around. Like don't stick your tongue down their throat. Like just don't do that. Just kiss and like just be done with it. Like you, you and it's the best for you and for the other person. Yeah. And also, too, you're, like, respecting them as yeah. an individual, as a friend, and as a lover, too, you know? And so... Later um, on. Later on, yes. But it... But... So, like, literally, whenever we were dating and to when we, we when we were engaged, it was, like, a whole nother level of difficulty because we had the ring on and it was like, oh, we're going to well, get I married. I had the ring. You well, did not. yeah, you had the ring on. And it was like, oh, we're going to get married anyways. Why can't we just do this? You yeah. know what I mean? We're going to get married in three months from now. And then two months from now. Yeah. One month from now. And then it just gets heavier and heavier and harder. And so uh, I think by like the end of our engagement. Um, it was at an all-time high. Well, yeah, it was at an all-time high, but... We were so focused on the wedding. That's true. Things kind of got out of hand in the beginning of the engagement and like probably mid-engagement. But like toward the end, 
it was just like busy and we were all trying and, to plan. Oh, and I, oh and, yeah, and I forgot, but I was still, I was in my last semester of college. So I was focused on like doing my projects or like, you know, homework and stuff like that and planning a wedding on top of that. And he was working a lot. Yeah, so was, we were just both busy and kind of almost on different levels of life until we got married. Yeah, so I think like being busy and busying yourself too is probably another good little fire tip um, to just to stay busy, whether that's planning a wedding or something. But, um, you know, so yeah, um, I, th- I think this is going pretty well. What yeah. Do you think? We're really nervous to talk about this. It's just because it's, it's just it's just hard to talk about. It's just a hard topic and... We're kind of exposing ourselves, and but we really feel like that there are people out there who can really be helped by, I guess, what we have but to say, by our experience, I guess, in, I guess, in a good way, I guess, but not a good way, but yeah, so. Yeah, so I think another advice I have is, okay, so, hey, a little story before I say what advice is, David family live three hours out of town from where I live where we both live and so for me to even go meet his family family and meet everyone and kind of get to know everybody I had to go out of town and you know visit them and obviously if it's three hours away it's hard to come back on the same day so of course we had to spend the night so my advice is try to work out something to make sure or to ensure that you will not be alone or be in a bedroom with the same person that you're with. And that was really hard for us because, I mean, even if you can, you go out of your way. Like, if he has multiple family members or whatever, or did a hotel room, like, be in a separate building or something. Because there can be a temptation where you wake up in the middle of the night, you tiptoe around the house or apartment, wherever you're at, and go into their room and slip into their bed. You know what I mean? Like, one thing can lead to another. Especially yeah. when you're in love and and all that. But try to work out something to where you will never have a temptation to be alone and to do other stuff. Yeah. And that story that she just said happened to us. Yeah. So we did. <laughs> there was a, several times where we were visiting family where, you know, like you said, the tiptoeing happened. And, and yeah, it was really hard. But, um, yeah, so, like... There, there's lots of places to sleep at family members' houses. There's couches. There's bedrooms. You know, like, just try to stay separate and and try to, like, tell everybody, too, hey, I'm going to sleep here and she's going to sleep there. So that way everybody can Everyone hold knows. you accountable, yeah. too. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, like, someone can hold you accountable of, like, making sure, like, maybe if they hear something in the hallway, they're like, is anyone there? And then you have to run back to your room and not you can't do anything. So. Yeah. So I guess... Yeah, so... And then another advice, kind of the same thing, is if you can't figure out a way to be separate, just don't do it all. I know that's really hard. And I, I, I mean, I love visiting his family and all that. But if if I can look back and be like, oh, I wish we didn't do this and this and that, maybe it was better off if I didn't do it all. You know? Right. But it's really hard to make that decision of like, okay, I'm not going to do it all. If there's no like accommodation for me to be in my own room, I can be protected and not have a temptation of going down the hallway and seeing him flipping in in the, in the middle of the night. So that's hard too because you want to hang out with family and like spend time with his family or her family or whatever. So yeah, that was a hard one. 
Yeah, Ooh, that was a hard it, one. Getting hot, hot in here. I know. We got to turn down the AC. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, yeah, but that was good. Sometimes it's just best not to not to go at all. One of my uh, favorite quotes, I guess, that my grandma always told me is, "When you doubt, just don't." Just don't. Yeah. So if you're doubting about something, about going over to a guy's apartment or vice versa, going over to a girl's apartment or whatever, or house or family living situation, or you're just going to go visit. If you have any doubts like, oh, I think we're going to get crazy, then just, it's better off just not to go. You and know? just FaceTime so, them or something. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like FaceTime them or, you know, um, so yeah. So yeah. Uh, another big, 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 like, I guess, topic that we struggle with a little bit but not that much is like having date night with netflix and each other you and know, chill and chill <laughs> yeah we struggle with that some but like i know that people a lot of people like i guess struggle with it because it's just you just want to relax and yeah you want to just enjoy each other and just relax well, i and think just, and, i think other people struggle with that because a lot of people have TVs in their bedroom, and they would go to the bed and lay down and watch Ooh, whatever yeah. it is. And so we never did that. We always watched TV, like, on a couch. But even then, my next little advice is don't lay down in bed or even on a couch. Because on a couch, there's plenty of space to lay down and, like, bleh, Yes. And like lead face. one thing to another. So, but the, the thing is, like you were saying, we didn't really struggle with that because we were always on a couch. Like we didn't, we were in the living room where anyone who walked in, yeah, and we would watch TV. And we purposefully, like, sat in the living room and watched TV or watched Netflix. And I guess now it's like Disney Plus. It's Disney so, Plus now. We actually canceled Netflix. Yeah, we canceled it. We're on the Disney Plus uh, thing, and and we love like all the like cool shows and all the throwbacks and stuff. But don't let that be an excuse to hang out alone. Yeah, yeah. So. It is fun though, but um, to watch all these fun shows and stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess like kind of what we've talked about so far is just really try not to be alone. I think is the biggest, biggest, biggest thing, and that's what we were told by our mentors: is try not to be alone, like under any circumstances, and that will immediately help your situation. So if you're always hanging out alone right now and you want to change, you want to do things differently, start by not being alone and then things will change and get better. Or if you keep finding yourselves alone, like invite other, you know, friend, test your friend or like a family member. Hey, you want to come over? Like let's hang out, let's have a game night or do something fun together. So you can still be with your person that you're with and not be alone, and you you, you feel better about it. You yeah. don't feel bad. Like, oh, we're alone. Like, maybe this is not good. Yeah. At least you invite someone or or anything like that. You just try your best to have a group of people with you, yeah. keeping you accountable. Yeah, I agree. That's good. Do you have another one? Um. So we kind of touched on, I guess... Um, I guess like setting boundaries a little bit, but um, one thing about setting boundaries in the beginning, like if you're, if you talk about something and like, it's, it's really hard to talk about. Um, And so one of the boundaries that I set for, I guess myself and for Leanna is I think whenever we were dating or engaged or sometime along the lines, um, 
I had a mentor in my past that tell me, he told me one time, we were out on a job site, like working on a bulldozer or something crazy back in college. And he said, hey, David, let me let me tell you something that's going to help you out with staying pure is that if you make a commitment to yourself to leave your pants buttoned and on and zipped up, then you have crossed into that, like, I guess, becoming a man, you know? And so he said, real men keep their pants on and zipped up and buttoned. And boys take them off and unzip them and... And take advantage of And take advantage of the situation. So whenever we were dating, I remember I would like, wanted to tell Leanna this so bad. And I wanted to make that commitment to her. And I think we were driving home from a date or something. And I was like, hey, I just want to make this commitment to you that I want you to know that I don't want to take off my pants and I have to keep them zipped up and I have to keep them buttoned. So just to let you know, <laughs> with the awkward laugh at the end, you know, <laughs> oh, okay. and I think she really appreciated it. And it made me feel a lot better just to know that, like, okay, well, now and you we like know. verbally said it to yeah, me. I verbally now, told yeah, her, yeah. hey, don't be trying because, you know, I'm not going to even try myself. So, yeah. And that really helped me out a lot. Well, that. I think also, I think we st- you told me this. We were on our way home from, like, out of town, coming home. And uh, we started talking about, we were just, it was early on dating, actually. And I basically just told him, um, well, I think we're dating for marriage, right? This is what I'm looking at this as. And he said, yeah. I said, well, I would like to save this for marriage. And you said, I, I agree, me too. So that's when you said the whole oh yeah the pants yeah 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 so thing. we we made a commitment to each other to save to save sex for marriage early on early early on and we did it we we can say that we're standing in front of you uh, in front of this mic in your ear saying that that we actually did it and it was really really hard and we know how hard it was and that's why we want to talk about it and yeah we, that's why we talked about it I guess um, for a little while today. Um, but yeah, you know, this is a, a touchy, touchy subject and everybody's story's different. I get that. But I guess bringing it back to like the basics is that like if you do the basics really, really well, then it makes the dating and engaged experience so much better and, and fun too, you know, and respectful and, yeah. and loving. I mean, you know, you, you can still love someone without getting crazy with each other. I mean, there's all different kinds of ways you can yeah. love. You can love somebody, whether your words or just by the time you spend with them or um, by giving them something, you know, um, the physical touch can wait till you're married. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, now we can say that we're married and we saved it to marriage. Um, it's been such a blessing. We didn't have to, like, think back on, oh, I, we wish we did wait until we, we got married. Like, we were so close. Like, we were so close to, like, at least try to wait until we got married on a or wedding night and so I can I honestly say like it was such a big blessing God is really blessed you know that we tried to wait and uh, of course we struggled with purity but we waited and we waited until our wedding night and, and all that and it was such a blessing yeah it was it's definitely worth the wait and if you've already crossed over that line it's okay you can start today to stay pure with you the Lord and your partner yeah and so, you know, um, but yeah, we just 
wanted to open up. And um, do you have any last thoughts? Mm, I think I pretty much said all of it. Another thought I had is um, have an accountability partner or a friend or family member. Mine with my sister, but sometimes I didn't listen to her. But make sure that you stick to them because <laughs> they're the one holding you accountable. If you tell them, hey, I really want to wait until marriage to do this. And they, they'd be like, okay, I'm going to be on to you about it. Hey, are you alone right now? They can be testing you. Are you alone right now with him or her? No. Yeah, you are. I'm home right now. Like, you know, like, and I didn't listen, but you have to really have like some kind of accountability partner or a mentor helping you all out at the same time. You can't be alone in the journey of waiting. Yeah. So that was good. I think my accountability partner was probably my younger brother. Um, and also probably my brother-in-law and sister. I had probably a little, a lot of accountability partners just based on, I guess, like who was around me at the yeah. time. And so, and they really helped me out. Like my sister helped me out, um, several times just like, Hey, like, well, like tell me, has anything happened? You know, she'd ask me that often. Dang. Yeah. And so I was like, Nope. And then I'd say, yeah. And, and then she would, she would get after me some about it. But, um, you know, I think letting someone know your situation is also good too, whether it's, you know, most of the time it's not like your mom and dad. Cause I mean, that can get awkward, but you know, <laughs> fine, fine. It's like, Hey mom, this is what happened. Or Hey dad, this is what happened. Like, Ooh, I mean, if that's your thing, then that's, that's, that, cool. that's fine. But, but like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't like that for me at all. Yeah. Me either. It's probably like a friend or a, or a sibling. I think I like flat out. Or a dead. cousin too. Yeah. I think I like, I like flat out dead to one of my, one of my parents. I'm not going to say who I, I'm like, it's okay. I'm still a virgin. And they're like, okay, that's really nice. And that's still awkward. But I would recommend not to do that, if you're really, really close to your mom or your dad, that's fine. Like, go ahead and do that, you know. Yeah. But I couldn't. I, I, it was too weird. Yeah, but it's just a touchy subject. <laughs> it's a touchy it's subject. A touchy they birthed you. <laughs> intimate subject. I know. Gosh. Anyways. So, yeah. So, we hope you all love this little episode here with some tips and some of our struggles. And um, just let you know that it's okay and that things can get better if you want them to get better. Yeah. It's your choice. Um. And we hope that you choose to try to stay pure. And um, yeah, so I wish that like somebody would have told me all of this whenever I was dating and growing up. And and they did, but it was in like little like spurts. It wasn't really all at once. Yeah. So um, and I got a lot of wisdom from several mentors throughout my life. And um, shout out to you all if, if you're listening. Um, you know who you are. But um, so yeah. But thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, and hopefully you can hear us next week. Yep, stay tuned for ne- okay, next bye. week's episode. Thank you. So just subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we do have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Doodle Play. Please just give us a review. That will help us out so much. Check us out on our website at the www.thesimplemission.com where you'll find more about us, our story, weekly blogs we post. And then if you want more from us, just follow us on Instagram at The Simple Mission. Like our Facebook page, The Simple Mission. We do have Pinterest at The Simple Mission and we have Snapchat at The Simple Mission. So we look forward to hearing from y'all.